Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's I wasn't, been a minute. I wasn't sure how being a father mm-hmm. would affect the lens with which I look at the Hardy Boys. Yeah. Because in some ways, like, I went and saw, I was telling you, I saw Peanut Butter Falcon. Amazing movie. You should go mm-hmm. see this movie. Um, but there's a few lines in there about relationships with fathers and stuff, and I teared up hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, first dad cry. No. Okay, no. There's been plenty well, of... First movie dad cry? No, not even. What was the first movie dad cry? I'm trying to think. I mean, Stranger Things. Well, yeah. That's not really a movie, though. And that was after. That was after Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, that was. But I feel like everything. So we had we had our 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 son on, uh, who we named Rocco Fenton. (laughs) 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 We named Chet Hurd. Chet Hurt, dude. Beautiful name. Thank you. Beautiful name. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but uh, July 9th, he joined us on Tuesday, July 9th. Yeah. And so today is what? The 28th? 28th. Yep. So some time has passed. Uh, yeah. Like 18 almost, days. Yeah. Coming up on three weeks. And in that time, there's been a lot of the standard, like not sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, and with like if if he does finally fall asleep and like I'm holding him then I can like watch TV right and every little thing is affecting me very powerfully yeah. and like watching shows that that aren't particularly dramatic or sad yeah, you're watching like a practical moment. jokers just crying yeah just yeah. weeping openly at arrested yeah. <laughs> development um no so, so I've been, I've been a little sensitive to like everything sort of gets put in this this view of like well, I wonder what what their dad you know mm-hmm. treated them like as a kid and like what am I knowing that like these moments with with my son are pivotal and yeah. and I mean at this point he'll have no memory of these things but it it builds slowly from here I gotta say in the future they might that's true you might find a way to tap into that brain I mean it's all stored in there right so so th- all this goes to say. That I'm looking through this lens of like everything is so significant and like mm-hmm. every interaction needs to be, uh, not needs to be, but but I want it to be just you know full of support and encouragement yeah. and and empathy and compassion, and knowing that the Hardy Boys were waiting here on the other side, like with uh, with these other stories and movies and things mm-hmm. that I've been a part of, like I'm I'm extracting like so tangentially, yeah, the father relationship like the father child relationship oh man yeah and so i've been anxious to get back to the hardy boys where there is yeah there's a great a father, father and son. father son relationship yeah. father son you want your son to look at you like the hardys look at fenton yeah there, you there's can do no wrong there's a a father son favorite son <laughs> yeah. dynamic triangle well, frank's adopted come on we know joe's yeah joe's the star athlete of the family although in the last chapter uh Joe was was not really a star detective. No, Joe, it's flopping. Yeah, Frank was been, the dumb one. Now Joe's the dumb one. It's I, because we talked. Frank, no, I'm sorry. Joe fell into space, and ever since he fell into space, he right. hasn't been the that's same. Right. <laughs> so I've been eager to go back and look at this. Yeah, uh, and so with reading dad this, eyes. with with dad eyes and reading this this chapter, and as we we get to little pieces of it here and there, I think it's going to be funny that. I would not handle things at all. Like, and I would hope that I wouldn't raise my son to behave the way that the Hardy. Like, I, I feel like I would want my son to immediately call the police. Yeah. Like, as as capable as he may be as a seventeen year old. Yeah. If I'm kidnapped for whatever reason. <laughs> I would like the authorities involved to sort of oversee. Are you sure you don't want them to lie to mom that everything's going to be all right and you're safe? Just to get rid of that anxiety. Well, I hope and they go down to the docks and talk to strange to a adults. Pretzel man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get some clues yeah. and keep it all from the police detectives. <laughs> yeah, there's so so there, there's things like that in here where it's like, yeah, maybe uh. Maybe tell somebody instead of trying to be a hero. Yeah. And that's a message that I'd like to impart uh, Yeah, it seems like him. the Hardy Boys aren't great books for children to read. It sends a lot of bad messages. 
I feel like if you follow the Hardy Boys as role models, A, yeah. you're going to overeat. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a given. Yeah. right off the bat, yeah. you're definitely going to overeat. No, everything's going to lead to death. Yeah. You're going to overeat, though, you're going to die, you're going to choke on a chicken bone or something like that. And, and, well, I'd say eating may be the safest thing, but for you to say everything leads you to death, I would say any single thing that they do, <laughs> you'll die. Yeah. Like the fact that they've survived this long... Well, what have you been up amazing. to this week? Oh, I've just been hanging out over by uh, old Cliff, uh, Cliff Cubers' Cliff, hoping that one day we'll get a landslide. We've got Hardy's motorcycles without it. tools with a telescope yeah. stapled to the end of it. Got my and, friend uh, up there. He's going to throw rocks down at me. Is that a bird? It is a bird. I thought it was. It sounded like it sounded a like cricket squeak. in here. Oh. I was going with the chair squeak. I didn't know if you had ghosts. It chair squeak. This is a classic, like, everyone at school is going to laugh at us because they set up this chair that squeaks to where I thought it was a ghost, but really it's just a recorder somewhere in the room. Or someone put a cricket in here. This is exactly what the Hardys thought that somebody had done <laughs> yeah. to Pilot Place. And everyone's going to laugh at us, what David. Was I, what was I watching? I was watching something. Oh, uh, this isn't a spoiler for the movie, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Rick Dalton, who is Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, learns his lines with a tape recorder. And when he pulled out that tape recorder, all I could think is, well, I hope it doesn't have ghost noises on it. <laughs> Frank and Joe Hardy. Wow, that's a deep cut for Mr. Tarantino to include. Yeah. You know, Everything's Hardy Boys now. Thinking of this this hubris that the boys have, which I would not want my son to have. Yeah. Um, also, without spoiling it, uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally finished. You finished the day it came out. And if you oh, haven't yeah, finished it by now, people... Yeah, like this episode comes times. out in like August like eleventh or something like that. You've had over a month. Yeah. What are you doing with your life? They all die. Uh yeah. But with all of it, ev- like every episode I'm watching, I'm like, how have you not called the police yet or something? Yeah. And even the police chief is in on it yep. and makes like a phone call to like the secret fed police or whatever, yep. but like I kept thinking, like, as, as anytime they're about to raid something, like, that deputy, there's the deputy who mm-hmm. he talks to in, in, in now all the seasons, I think. Yeah, lanky white dude? No. Not that deputy? Lanky black dude. Okay, the other one. Yeah. There's two deputies. Right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The, the, I, only one of them was in this season. Uh, oh, that's right. Okay. But I I'm thinking, two like, and three at the same time. The, the chief of police, how do you not... Ask your deputies for or tell like yeah say what you're doing yeah and be like hey we're gonna uh, you know try to bust into this place there could be people shooting at us yeah um, I know we don't have like feds but this is clearly a problem mm-hmm. and I have officers at my command why don't yeah. I involve them why am I hiding this from them um, and so I was thinking about that like that's very Hardy Boys esque of we can take care of this ourselves yeah we got this. Dude, Hardy Boys has influenced everything. It really has. Yeah. They're all over the place. Anytime something in a movie happens and you're like, well, this is poorly written, it's inspired by the Hardy Boys. I had a long conversation uh, with uh, some people at Paradowski on Mm -hmm. a shoot this past week about butt rock. Butt rock? Is that like mud butt? Butt (laughs) rock. So uh, uh, Michael, Michael Hughes said it. Yeah. Um, big fan of the podcast. I love Michael Hughes. Um, he was talking about having to listen to, to like bad music on this trip he was on. He's like, and I was listening to this like butt rock country the whole time. <laughs> and I laughed and I'm like, I, I understood exactly what he was talking about. Yeah. And then uh, one of the girls with us was like, well, butt rock is, and like, I thought Michael had made it up to just sort of describe this sort of like back country like knee slapping butt rocking country yeah. like that that's what it sounded like to me onomatopoetically yeah and then it turns out it's like this genre butt of, rock of is a bad genre. basically bad imposter music was her argument huh. um, and she was saying basically everything after pearl jam is butt rock when it's trying to sound like pearl like pearl jam was the first to have like that affected that like Eddie Vedder's so, like, even through, like, yeah. That's not how he talks in an interview. He's not like, yeah. thanks for having us. <laughs> but, but then you look at these these other bands like like Creed and yeah, Stained amazing. and P.O.D. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, yeah, all the best Wild bands. Earth. But yeah, no, when they're doing that affected voice, yeah. 
they're so influenced by Pearl you Jam. You can't like, call not, dibs on a voice. You can call dibs on on doing that artificial voice, I think. <laughs> but so their argument, all this, all this is to say, their argument was that butt rock is these bands that like follow a trend that someone sets, and then their identity is that band. Um, and somebody made the argument that like the next generation of butt rock is going to be like the Mumford style. Ugh, where yeah. like all the bands that now have that like folk, yeah, whatever hipster vibe. Yeah, that like banjo. Yeah. Like, hey, we're frontiersmen from the turn of the century. <laughs> yeah. This is we all have for beards. <laughs> <laughs> we wear suspenders. Yeah, here's my bow tie. Yeah, so that that was their argument. Like this sort of somebody sets a mold. Yeah, um, by being a pioneer, and then there's all these butt rock bands who who just come in and like and sort of try to fit that mold as best they can. Okay. I say all this. Yeah. I feel like the Hardy Boys are the original. And, and everything then, else is butt rock? And then we get butt detective mystery. <laughs> we get butt mystery. We get all, all these like like stranger things. And it's these, these kids who are, you know, trying to take on the world by themselves. Yeah. Uh, just like the Hardy Boys did. Yeah. We've got... I mean, bless her heart, but Nancy Drew came just after the Hardy Boys. Oh, yeah. Um, it was the girls' Hardy Boys. Same mold. Yeah. The yeah. Hardy Girl. And I, I like. I feel like we could come up with no shortage of examples of like kid-based adventures that everything just harkens back to the Hardy Boys and how yeah. they did stuff. I like this. Now, when you say butt rock, is it B-U-T? Like, butt... No, rock. Or is I, it I butt? asked this like double T's. It, yeah, it is like your butt. B u t t. Rock. R o c k. I feel like Keith likes this term a lot. I'm I'm sure he does, and he may be able to speak confidently and, and knowledgeably on it. Yeah, uh, because we looked it up afterwards, and the first article we found said it's essentially just music you don't like. You just call butt rock, but then within there. Yeah. There is some music you may like, but you know is butt rock. <laughs> but it's like a guilty pleasure. And and I'm, I'm So trying. like Creed and POD. That's a it, guilty yeah, pleasure. Yeah, if, if you it, say you don't like Creed or POD, you're a liar. We all listen to them. What about see puddle of mud? Well, for what me. about Godsmack? See yeah, <laughs> we're talking. Yeah, like like Godsmack, uh yeah, Devil yeah. Driver, Cold Devil Driver is awesome. Uh yeah, like like these things um and and somebody said like the pen like the the ultimate example rather mm-hmm. kid rock oh my name is kid it's kid baby it's butt rock kid rock it's just bad music oh. but it's so enjoyable to listen to what was his first album devil without a care or something like that devil without a cause devil may care devil yeah devil that's a-, a solid album that's got I mean, ball with the ball. It starts the bang with ball to bang, bang diggy with, diggy. with like an, a 90-second intro. <laughs> it's the best intro of all time, dude. I still get jammed listening to that. You I'm know, now like, that I'm thinking about ooh. it, that, that intro, as we are technically in the midst of our intro to this yeah, episode. I, I feel like that intro should play for this episode. That intro is like the long, like a minute of like, <laughs> ball with the ball, and bang, it builds. Bang, diggy, diggy. And then, after it builds... Then you get that, my name is Keith, and then that holds for way longer yeah. than it should. It's Keith, baby. It drops. Just yeah. Keith, rock. And then immediately after it drops, you go back to the beginning and listen to that again, because the rest of the song isn't that good. No. <laughs> it's but that long opening that's everything. It's anticipation. Yeah. It's building it's like, that, ooh, that release ooh. for us. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess there... Is something the Hardys could learn from, that, like that is some long dude. tension. Yeah, that is building. <laughs> That's drawn it out. Savor it. it. <laughs> like let's let's labor inside this tension before we finally release it. That's cowboy tension, man. The, I, like the, I feel like the Hardy Boys are like ball with the ball. My name is Kid Rock. <laughs> That's if the Hardys. Wrote that song. That's how. That's it would how it go. Just that that quick. No resolution. <laughs> Uh, that is probably the greatest thing said on this podcast ever. I disagree wholeheartedly. I a hundred percent. I love Kid Rock, and I love that the Hardy Boys and Kid Rock now share <laughs> share a moment together in history. The Hardy Boys are Kid Rock's spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> My 
name is Joe. <laughs> Joe Hardy. Everyone's introduction is that my name is Pretzel. <laughs> it's Pretzel, baby. Pretzel Pete. Pretzel Pete. Salt with the dog. Da bang da ba. <laughs> My name is Rocco. <laughs> oh. Chapter 10. A watery, watery tunnel. tunnel. <laughs> now this chapter is like the title of it mm-hmm. is a spoiler. Yeah. Like the, the chapter nine ends with like, I wonder if there's a way that like you could get from the base of the cliff from the ocean to this, this house. Mm-hmm. And then it's like chapter 10, a watery, <laughs> a watery tunnel. tunnel. <laughs> like, oh, so it is possible. We've read no words of the chapter <laughs> yeah. yet. And yet you have given away all mystery. There we go. No, no building of tension nope. whatsoever. Here's Just, your ball with the ball, kid. I rock. wonder if it if it's possible. It is. <laughs> and we're done. Which, uh, I gotta say, thank goodness, it did still have good surprises. Well, to me, it did. Yeah. They, they oh, brought in a bunch of people. I was oh, like, the, okay, way more God. happened thank than God. them, like, you know, just crawling along looking this for this thing. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to challenge you. Oh, challenge me. Genuinely, sincerely. Yeah. If you... What would be a better name for this chapter? If you could name this chapter, given what happens in it, the different things, what could you have named it that doesn't give away that, yes, indeed, there is a watery tunnel connecting what they, they suspect needs to be connected? You know, I feel like the gang assembles. I was going to say <laughs> something very similar. Yeah, something like that. What was yours? The boys are back. The boy, oh, boys are back. I just I thought do of like that, that now. Yeah. That, that wasn't one That's I was That's a perfect title. On. Well, because it's it's my two favorite boys, which is in a spoiler. Predo and Chet, they're back, yeah. baby. They're back with the boys. Yes, yeah. and I we've like already that. had some Chet, and somehow Chet has healed himself yeah, enough <laughs> from his injuries enough to join us in this <laughs> chapter. Um, and, and somehow Tony's family can afford a boat. Well, it's probably <laughs> stolen. If I had to guess, I don't know that they're affording. <laughs> Living yeah, in the Italian district, the, I mean, come on. When they meet at the Prito's Boathouse, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure that's like the Anderson's Boathouse. <laughs> Tony is just sort of co-opted and stolen the, What the they keys. don't say is, behind the boat were two tied-up white folks. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get that sweet captain's uniform, Tony? <laughs> it's just a guy in a... In a tank top oh, Tony, the I don't like the up. looks of those blood stains. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. Thanks, Joe. Uh, but yeah, the boys are back. Um, Better title. Yes. So a watery tunnel. When the brothers arrived home, uh, they told their mother that the state police would soon find Mr. Hardy. And some of the anxiety left her face as she listened to her son's reassuring words. That's not enough for me. <laughs> and and from the dad lens, if I'm missing yeah. and Jesse is really, really upset and worried, I wouldn't want my son to be like, oh, don't worry. Cops will find him soon, mom. Yeah. How about some supper? <laughs> Which is exactly what happens. Yep. She went to the kitchen to start preparations for supper. And the boys went to phone Tony Prito. Man. Um, I like this part. So after Frank explained their plan to him, to Tony, he agreed at once. Tony agreed at once to let them use the Napoli, provided they took him along. Yeah. And my context clues tell me that the Napoli is Tony's boat, <laughs> which what is just gave it given away? such an Italian name <laughs> that I was wondering if like in the original book, they're like, and Tony said, yeah, you can borrow the bop a boopy. <laughs> 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 the uh, the spaghetti and meatball. <laughs> so, uh, hop, a, hop aboard the SS Parmigiana. Huh? <laughs> I like that. That my friend worked at he worked at Shop and Save, and someone came in looking for Parmesan cheese and goes, "Excuse me, do you have any Parmesan cheese?" <laughs> 
He's like, what is Parmesan? Uh, did so you ever watch Parmesan? Did you ever watch Giada? Uh, like at home with Giada or cooking with Giada? No. Uh, I thought you were talking about that Jennifer Lopez movie with Ben Affleck, but that's... Gia. Gia. Gia? 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 Something Gia? like that. We're going to spend way too much time <laughs> trying to think of this. So that's what uh, I that's what comes to mind. Whatever that no, movie is uh, called. She was she's a, a chef who has a show, but she has no accent. Okay. Uh, her name is like Giada this. like De Laurentiis, I think like that. And, like oh, she great is of last Italian name. heritage, but her whole show she's like and today we're going to be cooking up. So, um we're going to grab just a little bit of mozzarella. <laughs> and it's like the, the <laughs> Thickest accent on Italian ingredients, and and it is very much like, and we'll add just a little bit of Parmesan to it. <laughs> so Parmesan, Parmesan, whatever you want to say, but yeah, I, I feel like I love it. There, the Napoli is a toned down version of whatever the original, <laughs> yeah, whatever name the of long drawn was. out racist name was. <laughs> the Babbidi hop on aboard the Gabagool. <laughs> The Sleep with the Fishes. Uh, Luca Brasi. Uh, I wouldn't miss it for anything, he said. But I can't go until afternoon. Have some work to do for my dad in the morning. Tie up some white boats. Steal some boats. <laughs> Before I can take the boat out, I got to steal a boat. Yeah. You have to bring me, but I can't get it till two. You do own this boat, right? Uh, yes. Just me, me, a two. Me, me, a two. Yeah. <laughs> they look, and the boat's just called, like, the Prince, and they're like, I thought it was called the Napoleon. <laughs> I thought it was the pepperoni. The, the pepperoni pizza. <laughs> it was <a> salami. <laughs> <laughs> the gorlami. <laughs> gorlami. Dominic de Coco. Uh, Antonio Margarete. Margarete. Um... So, yeah, so then they called Chet. Oh, look and, at this. Uh, Two phone calls one day. Yeah. Probably cost them quite a bit of money yeah, at this time. Yeah, cash. I hope they did collect. Uh, and then uh, he, Frank tells him the plan, and he whistles for some reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he says, I started this thing with you, and I'd like to finish it. We've got to find your father. Uh, and I like that. I, I like that too, enthusiasm, yeah. that sense of, of belonging. Chet's got good morals, yeah. 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 It's not he's not in it just to steal a boat like Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for all we know, Tony's family may have abducted Fenton for like completely unrelated. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I went there. I like where you're going. And Tony's just throwing him off the scent now. Yeah. Tony's like, well, I'll just put you on this boat. And then they're like, wait, I think this is my dad's boat. And they're like, no, no, no. Check the name of the boat. And there it is, just it spray says, painted. It looks like it said the prince, but now there's just a piece of salami over the N. Yeah, it's how you spell Napoli. Is this Parmesan cheese sprinkled you on the side You want a boat ride or not? Get in. Jump in, baby. Yeah, it's, Tony is one of their high school classmates, but they don't really say that he is 31. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just hanging around with the kid. Tony just going up to all the high school kids. Just, hey, your sister say anything about me? <laughs> <laughs> Tony, getting graduate real, already. Getting real excited about prom again. Oh, <laughs> Tony, stop. Tony, you have a full mustache. Um, but so when, when Tony was like, hey, I can't until the afternoon, Frank was like, that's fine. I got something in the morning, too. Yeah. So they get off these phone calls, and Joe's like, Liar. hey, What's on for the morning? Yeah. And that's when he that's when we get it. Uh-oh. I want to go down to the waterfront and talk to Pretzel Pete again. Heck. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, uh, yes. I uh, I am uh. going to be sad. My name is so we Pretzel. haven't seen <laughs> <laughs> My name is Oscar Smuff. Smuff. <laughs> um we haven't seen Oscar Smuff this book. We, yeah. ha- we haven't seen him at all. And oh, that is a bummer. I know. Page 100. But what, what breaks my heart all the more is that makes me think that we maybe might not see Pretzel Pete again. You know, that's not, yeah. And, How about Johnny and Pretzel and Pete I are all going to be a thing of the past? I would love if subtly, like, 
I, I want him to be one of the three now. Yeah. I want it to be Frank, Joe, and Pretzel, <laughs> Pretzel Pete, Pete for the, all the rest of the books. But so since it makes they can't sense for how much they're them, eating. I would like every cover of the books. Like when you see the two boys doing something, yeah. I, would, I just wish like subtly off in the it's distance. It's a Where's Waldo of Pretzel Pete. Pretzel Pete's <laughs> yeah. on the cover. <laughs> Where you can just see his aerials with pretzels on them. It would fit perfectly, though, to where they're like, oh, it's dinner time. And then you just hear, my name is Pretzel. <laughs> and he just comes out. He's spinning pretzels. And the family's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's clapping. <laughs> yeah. They never just... get anything done. They're just, oh, hey, oh, hey. He's like fruit ninja, like pieces of salt. <laughs> He's just chopping it in the air. And it's going all over the place. Just got a big rock of it. <laughs> that's awesome that's the world i that's want to live awesome. in uh so oh, i also st- think pretzel pete is the hobo johnny of this book i don't think he's in the original he has to be added they're like how do we get more exposition across yeah we need a pretzel i'm pete. excited i'm glad you got the book i am too i can't wait to read it i cannot wait but yeah mm. so they decide to go down and visit uh the pretzel man yeah he might have another clue also I want to find out when the Marco Polo is due back here. Mm, that ship. And then Joe adds, I get it. You think something may be going on then? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you don't get it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just nodding his head. No. Okay. Do you understand? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, so... By 9 o'clock the following morning, they're down at the docks. Pretzel Pete was not in evidence. Did you also notice in this chapter alone, this is the first time, they have said brother or referred to each other as brother multiple times. Because they're like, "Uh, right. And if we can find dad and lead the Coast Guard to the smugglers before the boat docks, brother, that's a big order. And I'm just like, what are you, Macho Man Randy Savage all of a sudden? Oh. Like keep count of how many times they're saying brother. That is, I can see it twice already. Yeah, and I'm barely looking. They've never done that. Um, so this next line to me just opens up another fantastic world. Oh yeah, just just a Mary <laughs> Poppins style fantasy world for me. Um, but so Pretzel Pete was not in evidence. We better be cagey about asking when the Marco Polo's coming in. Frank cautioned. The smugglers probably have spies around here, and we'd sure be targets. And then, acting as if there were no problems on their mind, Frank and Joe strolled along whistling. And I wrote in the margin, (laughs) in pirate costumes. (laughs) I just Just, imagine, like, it's not just them whistling. It's everyone down there who doesn't want people to know what they're doing. (laughs) So it's just this whole community of all these people just like (laughs) strangely whistling like nothing to see here, folks. It's just your ears hurt from walking around. The birds stop chirping. (laughs) Oh, God. Birds are just talking now. (laughs) (laughs) About trying to steal things. What are you doing? When's the Marco Polo coming in? Uh, I want some bread. Where's that pretzel man? So they're strolling along in their pirate costume. Uh, once they joined a group of people who were watching a sidewalk merchant. I also thought it was going to say once they joined a group of people also whistling. <laughs> Everyone's whistling the same. So it's like the Kill Bill. Oh, <laughs> uh, So they, they joined a, a crowd of people who was watching a sidewalk merchant. The man was demonstrating jumping little animals. Frank and Joe laughed as they brought a monkey and kangaroo. Uh, wait. Oh, they bought. What? They bought a monkey and a kangaroo. And I didn't know at first. When I first read that, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Live animals? Yeah. Because it says little jumping animals. And I guess what they mean is, you know those like puppies that were mechanic that did backflips when you were a kid? Yeah. I, I guess it was something like that or, or like, like the monkeys that have the, the little monkey claps. Yeah, so I, I was picturing <laughs> a live monkey and kangaroo. I, I missed that they, <laughs> yeah. that Frank and Joe laughed as they bought a monkey and a kangaroo. Iola and Callie would get a kick out of these, Joe predicted. Well, they the sure as hell better like, just, because yeah. just say bought them. Jump cuts to like this kangaroo doing a <laughs> kick just, straight to Iola's face. <laughs> destroys their house. Yeah, It's wearing um, boxing gloves, too. <laughs> Joe winks as I'm sure uh, Owen and Callie will get a kick Out of these <laughs> uh, Say Frank 
here comes Pretzel Pete now. To which I wrote, cue the music. Cue the music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was reading that in my head. Savoring, here comes Pretzel Pete now, Joe whispered. The Hardys went up the street, saying in a loud voice, in case anyone was listening, that they were hungry and glad to see Pete. Nobody can make pretzels like yours, Joe exclaimed. Give me a dozen. Two for my mouth and ten for my pockets. <laughs> yeah. Best line ever. Give Two for my mouth and ten, ten for, for my, my pockets. pockets. <laughs> Feel my pockets. This. So, A, and we're going to get into a little bit more of this in a minute, um, but this whole, like, acting... <laughs> like they don't care and then like I'll oh two pretzels and then loudly exclaiming a very weird turn of <laughs> phrase for an order um in, in spite of all this like if they said there's spies around here and we'd sure be targets yeah if they're spies they know that that these kids their dad is kidnapped yeah and how psychotic <laughs> How psychotic does it make these kids seem if their dad has been missing for like almost a week now and they're buying monkeys and kangaroos, whistling whistling and and eating an unhealthy amount of pretzels pretzels in his pocket. Ah, pretzel Pete, you got the best pretzels on the boardwalk. Sodium poisoning. (laughs) This is that whole thing of like. We're going to find out later that Fenton died nine years ago, and <laughs> the kids are just, we're still looking for our dad. <laughs> give, me, give me two pretzels, Pete. Please dip them in LSD. <laughs> Each salt grain was dipped in LSD. Pretzel Pete gave him the pretzels for free because he didn't have the heart to charge these two orphan kids. As Pretzel Pete turned and everyone realized he was really Salami Sam. I don't know why they keep calling him pretzels. Actually... <laughs> Uh, we're we're two paragraphs ahead, but I wrote in the uh, in the thing in the margin since Pretzel Pete wasn't real, <laughs> uh, and I'm excited that we haven't yet gotten to that. But I I have written I in the exactly future exactly where you have that. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I had to read a couple times. Yeah. Like, wait, what? What is this? So uh, two from my mouth and ten from my pocket. <laughs> yeah. As Pretzel Pete laughed, as Pretzel Pete gave a an awkward courtesy laugh. <laughs> pulled out a cellophane bag to fill the order. Frank said in a whisper, Heard anything new? Uh, not a thing, son. <laughs> Pete could talk without moving his lips. <laughs> because Pete's not real. <laughs> I imagine that Pete also has little pretzel puppets, like hand pretzel puppets. <laughs> he's doing ventriloquism. Any fashion. Yeah, and he's just like... I don't know anything, but why don't you ask Pretzel Polly? Frank's just like, stop, Pete. Like, we need to know our dad's missing. Why don't you ask Pretzel Polly about your dad missing? Ask him about the Marco Pole. Pete, really? Like, this is serious. We're about to call the Coast Guard. Just just ask. Just talk to Polly. Watch my lips. Watch my lips. (laughs) Watch. I can drink a glass of water. They're not moving. (laughs) They're not moving. Can you hear my voice right now? Can you hear it? Yes, your lips aren't moving. Thank you. <laughs> it was really odd. These boys kept talking to him, and his lips kept quivering. How come? Well, he wasn't talking, but it was like little tremors. I think <laughs> this man's having a stroke. Pretzel Pete stroked out on the boardwalk as the boys walked away whistling, <laughs> taking all of his pretzels with them. <laughs> I swear to God, he had at least ten in his pockets. <laughs> Two in his mouth. We couldn't under. He couldn't even move his lips. He had so, <laughs> so much. Hey, we can talk without moving our lips too. Uh-huh. <sighs> so Pete does know uh, the Marco Polo is docking real early, five a.m. I heard Ali Singh is one of the crew. Ooh, I'll try to get a line on him. Bad news bears. Great, we'll be seeing you. The boys moved off and to avoid arousing any suspicion as to why they were in the area, headed for a famous fish market. Yeah, because they didn't look suspicious enough. Now they're going to have pockets and pockets of fish and pockets of pretzels. And and why? I, I'm The article here has me hung up. The headed for a famous fish market. Like, are there multiple famous <laughs> fish markets at this, you know, the waterfront? 
Uh, oh, well, we're yeah. going to head to one of them. Yeah. We're going to head to a famous <laughs> fish place. We've got four to choose from. We'll head to one of them. He's um, got great fish, dude. Or or is I, I, I feel like it's also written where it could be like somewhere way off in the distance. Like, and then they headed to a famous fish market. Like, not here at the waterfront. <laughs> that famous fish market in the bikes. sky yeah. where Pretzel Pete comes from. Went down to Louisiana. Oh. Mother will be surprised to see our morning's catch. So now you're going to lie to mother. Joe said with a grin as he picked out a large bluefish. That's not cool, right? Well, you can't also, say it's your morning catch. It's like, hey, mom, look what we caught. You didn't, cut, you didn't catch that. You bought that from well, a famous fish market. Also, if the spies are watching them, this is just so much more psychotic of like <laughs> your dad's missing. You're buying a fish and lying about it loudly. Yeah, yelling that mother, mother's going to be shocked that we caught this. I feel like at everything they say is also said with the tone where they're like projecting it around them. Really oh, yeah. Obviously, like mother sure will be surprised to see <laughs> our morning catch. No one talks. No one talks to each other that way, man. Oh, the this fish looks good. Two for my mouth, ten for my pockets. And this is this is my last favorite part of this scene because then the scene's over. Uh, but the brothers did not discuss the exciting information Pretzel Pete had given them. Uh, first of all, not exciting information. No, there was nothing there. Ali That's exactly Singh, what I wrote. Who isn't tied to anything other than Pretzel Pete has said his name once yeah. before. And again, he tells him his name. And yeah. that's it. You're uh, trusting a pretzel who doesn't move his lips. But the brothers did not discuss this exciting information until they were safely... Until they were in the safety of their own home. And I just have to imagine, like, the last quarter mile up the driveway, they're probably good. Yeah. They're probably good to talk about. They walked there. up the stairs to get to their room, shut the door, locked it, closed the curtains, and then talked. Then Joe burst out. Frank, if the Marco Polo gets offshore during the night, I'd have to lay outside until it's time to dock. <laughs> that Sorry, and, and that's the end of it. Like... That's the whole, like, they're they're not talking about this at all, and then they close the door, and Joe just yeah. unloads. Just everything. Ugh. Yeah. He's been holding that for a while. Um, and that'll give those smugglers a real break in picking up the stolen drugs, Frank added. Maybe we should pass along our suspicions to the Coast Guard. Not yet, Joe objected <laughs> foolishly. As I'm thinking, yes, yes. That's a good idea. Ah, ah, ah. All and we have to do is go uh, on Pretzel Pete's statements. All we have to go on is Pretzel Pete's statements about Ali Singh. Maybe we'll learn more this afternoon, and then we can report it. And here is one instance where I agree with Joe. Oh, yeah. We're like, as a father, I, I wish they would move a little faster. Maybe not eat two pretzels and buy. Yeah. And, like, we're running out of money, seeing as dad's not working, you know, yeah. on account of being kidnapped. Seeing that dad's dead in all for nine yeah. years. <laughs> seeing as dad <laughs> left us a long time ago for New York family. Oh my god. But but this is the, the Dad one... staged a murder. Bum, bum, that brown bum. cap, he put it there. He covered it in pig's blood. He got out. He got out. They should have named this the bloody fake hat tunnel. <laughs> uh but yeah, this is the first time where Joe's like let me paraphrase what he says. Not yet, Joe objected. We don't know anything. Yeah. That's what he's essentially saying. Like, yeah, we just have a bunch of hearsay that we've heard from a Which man completely contradicts in his 90s of what they said. Pretzels like, to the waterfront. Four sentences ago, though, of like, oh, we got great information. We're so excited to talk about this information. Yeah. Oh, but oh, we wait. don't have anything. <laughs> but it doesn't mean anything. I guess you're right, Frank concluded. Uh, if those smugglers are holding Dad and find out we've tipped off the Coast Guard, they'll certainly harm him. A, you have a point. A, he's already harmed. Yeah, he's Definitely dead. already harmed. Yeah. <laughs> he's absolutely There's dead. There's the grenades. But B, do you think if two teenagers sneak in that they'll be like, oh. <laughs> There's <laughs> the kids. Kill him. <laughs> no, that, that, yeah, they're going to hurt everyone, not just Fenton, but also yeah. his, his two kids. You have a point. Uh, and then that conversation ends, and now, now oh yeah, we're now the, the boys stuff. are back. How are we doing on time? Let me let me check here. Oh, we are ripe. We're oh, gonna yeah. take a we're gonna take a break for a sponsor. Ooh, we don't have a sponsor, but we're gonna <laughs> take a break. If we have a sponsor, you'll hear it during this break. If not, it just, we'll we'll be right back. <laughs> Hang on. Maybe maybe to come off 
the break <laughs> we shouldn't have both just put in <laughs> lifesavers. Oh, you ever put the mint in front of your two teeth? In the front? And then, yeah, in the front, and then rest your lips against it, and then talk through the hole in the mint? No, I am. And then, whoa. <laughs> I wish I could whistle through it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, lifesavers and crackers. You can't whistle with them in your mouth. I feel like this is one of those bits <laughs> that, like, an award-winning show would do and then, like, laugh and be like, yeah, and we've won an Emmy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I like when, when, like, John Oliver's show has won Emmys and, like, every time they do, like, a st- like, they'll make a fart joke or something and then he'll just get out his Emmy and, like, dust it off, <laughs> polish it, and put it back. And I feel like that's a classic, like, like look how bad this is for us. Only it's this really tragic self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy where we obviously have no awards and no listeners, and it is actually due to things like this. <laughs> Our lack of success is not in spite of bits like this. It is directly because it's of because it. about Yeah. I'll take blame. I did a fart joke in one episode, and I think we lost about 30 listeners. <laughs> we lost all 30 of our <laughs> Yeah. Oh. We still got two. Which, uh, shout out Keith Mees. He's caught up. I told you it brought such a smile to my face when he was quoting the episodes to us. Brett Hoy yeah. no longer quotes episodes to us. Keith does. Yeah, and Irene has uh, – we shouted her out. Yeah. Uh, and right away, that uh, on Monday, she had texted me and was like uh, – had said something about the shout-out. And then was like, and I have a part? Because we had said <laughs> she's a shoe-in for Iola Morton. And Iola Morton, yeah. And uh, yeah. Look at yeah. that. So we've got, we've got active fans that aren't Brett – <laughs> um, so the boys meet at the Tony uh, at the Preto Boathouse, which yep. is again facade. <laughs> the Johnson's family boathouse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, Tony and Chet were already there. Uh, no word from your dad yet, Tony asked. The Hardys shook their heads as they stepped aboard, and then Tony mischievously turned and smiled as the dad was in the corner. You know, I made that joke about. That Tony's family kidnapped Fenton. <laughs> yeah. But this this is, this is sort of, of sinister. Sealing the deal there, yeah. Yeah. No word from your dad yet. You ain't huh? heard from dad yet, have you? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Good luck finding him. I wonder if his mouth is currently taped up. I'ma help you look. I'ma help you look real good. <laughs> I'll tell you where he's not. Behind the boat over there. Let's go out into the middle of the ocean and talk about it. <laughs> um so the pepperoni was a rangy, <laughs> powerful craft with graceful lines and was the pride of Tony's life. Checked <laughs> <you like> the pepperoni? <laughs> I did. I very much like <laughs> The cliche Italian boat name was a rangy. Rangy? Rangy? R-A-N-G-Y. Rangy? rangy? Rangitangy. Okay. It's rang, dude. It's got rang to it. It's uh, like stank. Oh, that's the 1920s version of Stank. It's got some Stank. It's got some Jaws. Rangy Jaws. That's a powerful craft with some rangy gall. I just lost it. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Rough water, Frank remarked, as breaking swells hit the hull. Thanks, Frank. (laughs) Back to you. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go down to Frank for some waterside commentary. (laughs) Rough water, back to you. Uh... Salt spray dashed over the bow of the Parmesan as it plunged through the white caps. So they're they're heading out, and we just get a lot of direction on like yeah. where they're going. But they're going to Pilot Place. Yeah, going past. And, Cane and so Farm. they get there. And I have a huge question in a minute a as I'm picturing questions. this. I think my question is technically on the next page. But so they get to a. Oh, hang on. <coughs> the uh, lifesaver. Affected me a little bit there. Are you done with yours? Do- yeah, I'm done with mine. Did you chew it at the end? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I started chewing it halfway through. I, I think our listeners heard it. I bit in half just now. Yeah. I can oh, only suck on it me, so long. I bit it in half and then it like, sat on the very back of my tongue and then my eyes watered and I started <laughs> coughing. Um, so they get there and uh, pretty steep cliff, Tony observed. I can't see how anyone could make his way up and down that slope to get to the house. And that's why... No one suspected the place of being a smuggling base. But perhaps when we look around, we'll find an answer. So then yes. we, we get this little uh, 
they're they're pulling toward the cliff and they're they're getting close so that like if people are up at the house they can't see. Yeah. But my thought was if there's a hidden tunnel with smugglers in it, they're going to see you when you get yeah. to a hidden tunnel. Well, they also said like, "Oh, we're actually going to drive slower with the boat too, so the motor's not so loud." But they're going to hear that too. Yeah. There's no unless you turn got the boat motor. completely off and start paddling yourself. Yeah. You're screwed. You're, you're going to make some noise. Come on, boys. You should know this. And they even were talking about that Tony was uh, tuning up the motor, and it purred. That's a noise, son. Yep. So yeah. to- <laughs> you're going to hear that. Purr. Thank you. Uh, so Tony brought Thank the Napoli. Thank you. Through- <laughs> <laughs> uh, along the cliff. And as they're looking along, all of a sudden we get just a fun little action scene. Of Tony starts freaking out and steering this boat left and right and swerving. And they said, what's the matter? But Tony gazed straight ahead, tense and alert. Another shift of the wheel, and the Napoli swerved again. And what we find out is that there's rocks. And he's dodging rocks at the base of this cliff. Um, Which, yeah, of course. How did these sneak up on you? You just drove up to the edge of a rocky cliff. Yeah. And... The other thing that's weird here, so rough water, if they're at the base of a cliff, and uh, David, close your eyes. They're closed. Pilot place, mm-hmm. up at the top of the cliff, mm-hmm. telescope was perched at the end looking mm-hmm. out. Now mm-hmm. there's a long a drop, chain? long drop down to the water, mm-hmm. and there's waves at the bottom. <sighs> Tell me about these waves. They're crashing. They're crashing, aren't they? Crashing, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. How do you drive a boat along this cliff with like... <laughs> crashing big waves, yeah. yeah. You've got this little boat. You're <laughs> going to be shoved into the cliff again unless you're actively speeding away from the cliff the entire time. You will absolutely be shipwrecked. Well, they're using Chet as kind of a semi-anchor right now. What they didn't tell you is, yeah, Chet's they tied a rope around him and yeah, threw him in the water. And like, chat, walk us. Just keep walking us. This water's real yeah. deep, dudes. Yeah, if there's rough water, I don't understand how this is possible. Yeah. Also, they have this this great line. Then Chet and the Hardys saw the danger. There were rocks at the base of the cliff. One of them, black and sharp, like an ugly tooth. <laughs> and I think that was the writer. And his wife had like has this dead tooth <laughs> for the longest time, and he just wanted her to get know it fixed. That, yeah, <laughs> that it is ugly and terrible, and she needs to fix that. Like an ugly tooth that you like can't my stop wife staring at <laughs> during Christmas dinner. You're just trying to enjoy your turkey, <laughs> and this jagged tooth come right up next to my boat, right up Black next to the gravy boat. The night. <laughs> I am hesitant to yell at <laughs> Sheila just because my, yeah, my three-week-old son is asleep upstairs. Yep. I think that's good. But people know. People know there's a Sheila yelling there. Yeah. We challenge you, listeners at home, to give out uh, give it a Sheila yell right now. Uh, record it. And post it on Instagram. Tag us. Yeah. If it's good, we'll repost it. Hashtag Sheila. Hashtag Hardy and Sons. Hashtag Blacktooth. Hashtag ugly black tooth. Black of the tooth. <laughs> the black of the tooth. <laughs> I don't care about the black of the tooth. Uh, so Tony steered the black of tooth <laughs> next to the cliff. Um, no, but so uh, they're dodging these these rocks, these jagged rocks that surprise them that next to a cliff, which <laughs> is a jagged rock, that there is jagged rocks next <laughs> to the cliff. But so then Frank's like, wait a second, turn around. I think I saw an opening. So Tony turns his boat around. The opening, which Frank had spotted, was a long, narrow tunnel. It led right through the cliff. I'm guessing this is a watery tunnel as well. I'm assuming. Yeah. But, so he says, it might be a secret entrance, Joe exclaimed. Yeah, thanks, bud. <laughs> um, but then Tony says, I think it's large <laughs> enough for the boat to go through, said Tony. Want me to try it? Here's where my questions begin. <laughs> If there's waves that are crashing, yeah. what is the height of this hole where you're not just going to... Like, what if a wave comes <laughs> and lifts the boat above the tunnel? They all get decapitated. If it's a narrow tunnel. Yeah. yeah. And they all just get yeah, like, cracked <laughs> open on this thing. 
Um, Bender got me good this time. And then I'm starting to wonder, is this a gap or a tunnel? A, for me, a tunnel has a roof. Like yes, A tunnel sure. is enclosed. Yeah. And they're calling this a tunnel, it's a, love a watery tunnel. tunnel. My other question at this point is tide. If tide, they're on the ocean, if tide goes up and down, mm-hmm. this tunnel is potentially unreachable for half of the day during high or low tide. Either the tunnel is covered during yeah. high tide or it is unreachable during low tide. It has to be just right uh, for this boat to get in. And mm. and if that's the case, like I feel like I would be hesitant to be like, yeah, pull the boat in here. And then the tide goes down, and then their boat's just <laughs> out of get water, out. stuck yeah. in there. Yeah. On the same jagged rocks, which they're trying to avoid. Yeah. So I'm just... I, I'm really struggling to picture this. And so then the next thing... Um, so uh, Frank nodded. Go ahead. So... Uh, the Napoli slipped through the opening and in a few moments came out into a pond of considerable extent. The boys looked about expectantly. Steep slopes covered with scraggly trees and bushes reached to the water's edge, but there was no path or indication that any human being ever came down to the pond. Yeah, now, I'm confused. Are they in a cave? Yeah, that's. I thought they were going to be in a cave. I thought for this sure in a cave. This clearly seems like they went through a small little underpass and then came out in a hidden pond area. Right. Which I feel like they would have noticed when they were up on top of the cliff. Yeah. Like they were up there with the telescope. Hey, what do they you were think running around that the pond. See that pond with all the trees and that man? <laughs> yeah. How? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very confused trying to picture this. I wish there was an illustration. Um, it is a bummer that there's not an illustration here. Because, yeah, I, I just... Because if there's trees in there, your shrubbery's not going to grow. It needs sunlight. Right. It's not going to be growing in no so darn So I guess cave. it has to be open. Yeah. But then, how is it a tunnel? Yeah, and if it's under the house, because it would have to lead to the house, correct? Yeah. If, this if, real estate's all messed up, yeah. Yeah. You're going to have a sinkhole for I don't sure. know what's going on. Um, but... Suddenly, Frank gave a gasp of surprise and said, Look to my right, fellas. Among the thickets at the base of the steepest slope stood a man. He was very tall. His face was weather-beaten and his lips thin and cruel. His tooth. (laughs) Ugly. (laughs) Dead. Sharp. Blue. But he knew well enough to get it fixed so that his wife wouldn't have to stare at it during Christmas dinner. (laughs) <laughs> so this dude's like get out of here <laughs> i'm sorry the man shouted get out of here tony throttled the engine and frank called we aren't doing any harm see this is i feel like tony's moment to shine yeah like it bothers me that that do good frank yeah. Was like, we're not doing any harm. Hey, I thought this was America. Like, this is when Tony pulls a gun out from next to the steering yeah. wheel and is like, who's going to make us? <laughs> this is a free country. I came here. My parents came yeah. here for opportunity. Yeah, he, he pulls out a way. loaf of bread and they're like, is that bread? He's like, yeah, but it's loaded with shrapnel. <laughs> he cocks shrapnel? the bread. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, yeah, and, and as we get to the last page here, we're not doing any harm. I said, get out. This is private property. Uh, the boys hesitated. Instantly, the man, as though to back up his commands, reached significantly toward the holster of a revolver. Uh-oh. Reaching significantly toward a, a holster <laughs> makes me wonder where his hand was before. Because I would imagine your hand is resting near the holster. And Wait, how low is be. this holster? <laughs> he bent down toward his holster. Does it say the holster's on the hips? It's a heel holster. It's got, it's got a revolver heel, yeah. on his heel. <laughs> He's got super long arms, too. Turn but- the boat around and beat it, he snapped. And don't ever come back here. Not if you know what's good for you. His arms are like Michael Jordan's at the end of Space Jam when he's doing the slam from half court, <laughs> but it just keeps going further and further because he's got the longest legs in the world. <laughs> just reaching significantly for that holster. 
<laughs> Look at his arms, fellas. <laughs> What's he going just, on over there? The man like reached spaghetti. out. The man reached across the pond and turned the boat around. Whoa, whoa, buddy. Uh, and then this is this is one of my favorite moments. The boys realized that nothing would be gained by argument. <laughs> yeah, death. Yeah, but that I feel like should be their guiding light. Every time they've wandered in, like the first time they went to Pollock Place at the top of the cliff, mm-hmm. and like they're approaching these people and they're like making a run for their house and stuff, and like they're telling them stuff, and, like nothing. You're not going to gain anything here. You didn't find your dad. Yeah, you didn't get any information. Dad's they lied to you. Gone. Uh, but alas, but then Tony slowly brought the boat around. Mm. I like that Tony did it slowly because I imagine he's just staring the dude down, <laughs> just doing it real defiantly. Oh, I'm going. Puts it in reverse for a second. Oops. <laughs> Wrong way. Let me try this. <laughs> the guy kind of looks away. He's like, uh-uh. Look me in the eyes. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> okay. Joe called cheerfully. And... The man's tapping. The stranger did not reply. He stood gazing fixedly after them, his left hand pointing to the exit, his right tapping the gun holster as the motorboat made its way out through the tunnel. Um, I it doesn't say. It just says, "Okay." Joe called cheerfully, and I don't know if he's mocking this dude, like trying to dig him a little bit. Yeah. Okay. When somebody's like clearly so like I feel like I've been that way when I was a kid and like we got yelled at by like a store clerk and like you boys get out of here and like okay you got it sir oh yeah like, you're just trying to be like uh, <laughs> yeah just <laughs> me yeah yeah it doesn't say he did that it just says cheerfully but it could also okay. be complete ignorance to the situation yeah, I think that's what it is Joe doesn't re- Joe well, never geez, saw fella, the gun what kind of gun is that you boys should get out of here okay <laughs> thanks bye now. Have a good day. Want a brownie? <laughs> we brought extra cookies. <laughs> yeah. Here, take one of these ten pretzels in my pockets. Uh, but then here with Tony, looks as if he didn't want us around, remarked Tony facetiously. So, like, Tony, Tony knows. Yeah, Tony's he's, picking he's up on context clues. Yeah. yeah. And he's also delivering, like, looks like he didn't want us around. Like, that's not ignorant and stupid. Like, he's being facetious. Yeah. Um, and uh, he sure didn't. Frank exclaimed. I expected him to start popping that gun at any moment. <laughs> I, I like that expression. Is there anything you want to tell us, Frank? Were you, were you going somewhere with that? I was. Okay. I was. It's I'll fine. I'll meet you there it's gone. later. It's gone. Uh, he must have an important reason. Who and what do you suppose he is? Tony asked in bewilderment. And then my favorite, if you talk about Joe falling into space, yeah. this is Frank's leap into <laughs> oblivion for me. This is his blind, <laughs> blind leap into nothingness. Go ahead, finish that. This, this, this is a cliffhanger. Fellows, Frank said thoughtfully, I think that man might have been the snapman. <laughs> <laughs> why what why do i just you think wrote, on what grounds sir was it the dead tooth did fenton say like old snaggle tooth snapman yeah <laughs> yeah this is tell you what the thinnest lips i've ever seen on a man that snapman it, the, their dad never described felix snapman never hair, yeah. hair color build anything just said i think that felix snapman is like involved in smuggling yeah that's all and then they find a guy and frank's <laughs> like but I, I, like this, this is the hardy like class and you know you know it's gonna be snapman it's definitely snapman you know there's no right. way it's not snapman and that's so stupid yeah <laughs> this whole like and and or it's gonna be ollie singh mm, no ollie singh's coming yeah, out of the marco you, polo you, at 5 no i don't think ollie singh is it's clearly in my head this man is a, a white man. 
Ali's saying is going to have a really racist introduction. You know that. That's true. Come on. And he is from like, the, they said he's from like the Indian trading company yeah. or something like that. Like yeah. They've established that. They've, yeah. <laughs> they've established that they're not going to write fondly about him. Yeah. It's going to get bad. <laughs> what they did with the Italians the and their cheapness. The yeah. <laughs> and they could smell the curry miles away. <laughs> like most of their countrymen, he reeked of curry. Jesus. Yeah. As he yeah. sat on his elephant. <laughs> Now, there is going to be a guy in a turban rides up on an elephant. Frank leans over. I think that's Ali Singh. <laughs> you, you think? You think, buddy? Uh, yeah, I don't know why they think. This, this is just such. I mean, this is like when they found Red Jackley's name and they're like, this is our guy. Is guaranteed him. slam dunk. Red Jackley. Red wigs. Red crimes. I'd, I'd like to picture that these boys are all like. As there's this very tense, like, slow turnaround of the boat in the cave in front of this guy, and they're staring him down. They're still in their pirate costumes. (laughs) Their garish pirate costumes. Bright green velvet and feathers And he clearly knows it's uh, Fenton's kids, because Fenton showed up in his pirate costume, just tied up (laughs) in the back. They hear a monkey in the background, like, hmm, I wonder if that was Chip. Do you boys know Fenton Hardy? And just with the, <laughs> with the big floppy velvet hat, Frank just shakes his head slowly. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> you think he knows Dad? Well, he just said his name, Frank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you boys know Fenton Hardy? You mean Dad? No. <laughs> We've never heard of him. The, the famous Fenton Hardy? No. Oh. Is there another Fenton Hardy? What do you think happens if they met another Fenton Hardy? How confused do you think they would be? Like, Do you think they think there's only one Fenton Hardy and it's their dad? I have to imagine there's only one Fenton Hardy. What a, what a, what a name. There's got to be another Fenton Hardy. If there's one, there's two. I feel, no, I feel like there's only, there's only one Sean Hotley. Uh, no, I could find a Sean Holly. Good luck. I'll find a Sean Holly. They don't exist, man. Are you kidding me? I'll find one easily. Hands you, down. You can, you can probably find three Find one Franks. in 10 minutes with the toe, uh, with polish. With, with polish. <laughs> no, see, I feel like Fenton Hardy, he, his, his real name is probably Frank. And then there's Frank Jr. Frank J, yeah. he hired a marketing firm. <laughs> as, as he was trying to establish himself as a world famous detective, like first thing you got to do is change your name. Yeah, Frank's, no one's going to remember Frank Hardy. No, Frank's a cop name. You're a PI. You need something hard. Has about Fenton. Hmm. I love it. Yes. That yes. Name will Fenton. work for my charismatic <laughs> personality <laughs> and enthusiastic delivery. It reminds me. Of a bird. <laughs> Go on. That's it. <laughs> I was done. <laughs> just, a, just a bird. Did you know that the last of the dinosaurs are birds? Yes, Fenton. Thank you, Fenton. I like birds. <laughs> <laughs> His whole office is decorated with birds. Or they might Not have said painted, like just real birds. It's they might have said like, birds. "How about Jay Hardy?" And that, then he was like, "That reminds me of a bird." And they're like, "Oh God, we're gonna need a better name if because <laughs> this dude's not gonna be a good enough detective to be famous. We're gonna have to. How about Fenton? Cool, cool. <laughs> That's fine. All right, guys. Fenton, would you mind turning your chair around so you're not just facing the wall? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I ended up turning around, and he's got. Big glasses, and he's got like a huge, you know, prescription. These thick rim glasses and everything, but his head's still looking up, and he's like looking down his nose at him. Sorry, fellas, <laughs> didn't see you there. You seen Top Secret? I love I Top Secret. Yeah, Val Kilmer's best, say, baby. Yeah, the uh, when they walk into that bookstore, and it's the whole scene that's shot backwards. Yeah, but in it, like the guy's got the magnifying glass up to his eye. And his eyes all huge, and then they walk in, and he puts down the magnifying glass, and his <laughs> eye is just <laughs> still that big. <laughs> Imagine Fenton's Hardy's eyes, both of them like that. Oh, what a movie! What a movie! Um, our next episode, yes, will be the catch up. Oh my God! Yeah, this was chapter ten. We'll, we'll review. If you're just joining us, 
Uh, and I, I was talking to uh, my my cousin and her boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and he just started listening. He started with the first episode, and I was like, Oh, oh dude. man. I, I mean, rough. I appreciate it. Yeah. And and my cousin uh, Kelsey was like, "It's good. Like the first episode's good." And I'm like, eh, yeah. "I don't know." So it's I said, not. "It's fine." Though. I said, "Go for the uh, chapter that 10 Irene review. suggestion. Jump into the chapter ten recap." Yeah. So we'll be doing our chapter ten recap next Ooh. episode, um, which means we are halfway through the book. Yeah. Which means we are getting close to the Good live show. show. October 30th, we have the monocle reserved. Nice. Um, I'd been talking to somebody, and uh, I'm just going to be honest with our listeners right now. Um, I wanted them to make a poster for the event. Oh, yeah. Uh, And he's a really, really good illustrator, and he said he would do it for 100 bucks. I'm like, oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. Let me me talk to my co-host. And then I started thinking, man... It's a lot of money for a poster for a live show that we're already going to lose a bunch of money on. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I'm going to pay this dude a hundred bucks. No, I'll draw it for free. Uh, so, but yeah, I think we need a cool poster. Yeah. The monocle will hang it up. Um, and I think we could share it and have it, you know, we could put yeah. it up in some places. Oh, I could do a sweet poster. You can do a sweet poster? Well, no, it's going to look like a child drew it, but it's going to be sweet. <laughs> I, f- I feel like <laughs> it'll this- have creativity as it'll have. Good, and yeah. it'll be full of inside jokes that no one will get, and yeah. that will attract no one to the show. <laughs> They're gonna think it's a child show. They're gonna think I'm gonna grow. Or I'm gonna go there, and it's gonna be a bunch of four year olds. We had a radio show in college. Uh, it was a good time. Lucky, and we uh, put up signs in a bunch of places to promote it. Yeah, um, and two of the things. One was a sign we put in front of the urinals and it had super, super small text that just said like the time of the show and stuff. But everyone had to like lean in to read it. And I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. But then the other one, we said like, do you want to win $100? Listen to uh, Late Night Novelty Grooves, our, our radio show. Yeah. And people were like, you're giving away $100? And I was like, no, it doesn't say that. <laughs> yeah, it says, do you want to win $100? And, and I was like, <laughs> we could have said like, do you like horses? <laughs> Like like we we are uniting people with a common interest of wanting a hundred dollars. That's yeah. all. We're not promising. We're, like if we say like, hey, do you like Metallica? You should listen to our show. We're right. not giving you Metallica. Yeah, we're not giving away Metallica. I like this. Okay, I, I think uh, so, I see some directions for these posters because there's going to be multiple now. So I think these are genius. Yeah, I've, yeah. And, and what better way? I mean, I feel like getting a whole bunch of people to show up and be disappointed. <laughs> Is kind of our thing. <laughs> I feel like we've got we've got a knack CMO, for it at this baby. point. Yeah, 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 we're in a good spot. That's how we deliver. So, uh, so this this next episode is going to be the chapter ten recap. Then we're going to finish out all twenty chapters as episodes, and then the yes. live show will be a full recap. It's a book report. It is it really yeah. is. It's two grown men's book reports. Day before Halloween. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a good time. We're all going to be pirates. We're all going to be... <laughs> <laughs> it's mandatory. You have to come as a pirate. We need to find some ridiculously like elaborate pirate captain outfits. Yes, we do. And I think Johnny Brock's rents out costumes. Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure if they have pirates, but they should. If not, we're going to find some. Yeah. If they only have one pirate, I'll be the parrot. The parrot? I'll be a parrot. All right. Be a big green parrot. <laughs> <laughs> you remind me of a big green bird. Well, that's all I got, man. Yeah, that's all I got, too. I don't know how to segue. Yeah, because... Because it's into a chapter 10 review. Yeah. And what rhymes with view? Nothing. Nothing. That's the problem. I was, I was going to ask you, but I, I I know there's no answer. No, because I'm rubber and you're glue, and we're about to start the chapter 10 book review. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, man. <laughs>